love the smell of napalm in the morning. You see, we're on a mission from God. Great Scott. You're gonna need a bigger boss. Hasta la vista. Hey, go ahead. Make my day. I'm Ricky Bobby. You don't chew big red, you. Welcome to this episode of the Movie Zealots Podcast. I am your host, Tom, joined alongside my fellow zealots, Joe and Paul. How are you guys doing for this episode? Doing good. Gouda. Fantastic. This episode is a Flash Reviews episode. We're doing a lot of different things. But before we do that, we have to do this. The Alexa quote quote, of the show. And may the odds be ever in your favor. All right, Joe. Last episode, uh, uh, obviously, it was tilted towards Paul. But this episode, it's tilted towards you. That's right. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I think, well, you know what? I've been folded before, so let me say no more. Here we go. These go to 11. These go to 11. (laughs) These go to 11. (laughs) These go to 11. What? Genius. Oh, my God. I could quote the entire film. (laughs) I don't know what year it was made. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is a fantastic film. Oh, my God. I love this movie. Paul's writing. That's good. Now, who? what order? God, I'm so terrible with the, the names when it comes to this older stuff. Yeah, this and is going to... What order these will be in is yeah. just... I mean, who knows? God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to be very difficult to get the order. I do, yeah, I don't know which names to pick, right? Because you have the obvious, and then you have the less than obvious, because there are so many people. Paul has a thumb up. Two words. Oh, okay. We got two thumbs up. All right. Yeah, this is bad. Uh, God, I've had speak, going all the way back to our strawberry ale conversation. <laughs> it's affecting my performance and memory. <laughs> the conversation <laughs> we had off air. Awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, Paul, we're going to start off with you. Give me the name of the movie. This is Spinal Tap. Okay. The year, please, sir. 80. Is that 1980? Yeah. <laughs> uh, just double checking. It's, uh, 1780. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea of any of the people that are in this, so that's 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 scary. Oh wow, you have no guesses right. at all. No guesses whatsoever. Wow, that's that's a shocker. All really? Right. Well, I mean the I I'd have, yeah, there's a couple I would have known. Okay. All right, uh, Joe, go right ahead. All right, uh, this is Spinal Tap. This is correct. All right, year? Okay. I went with 1981. Okay. Because I'm terrible with years. Um, And the names, God, it's so tough. Um, I went, number one is Christopher Guest. Okay. I put in Rob Reiner. Yeah, see, that's the one that would have gotten me. Because I I would assume Rob Reiner would have been in the top three, which he is not. He is not. Shit. So it's the band then. So who was your number three? And then everything's off. And then I put, and then, and this is the part where all the, all the liquors get to me. Cause I went with Derek Smalls. Wow. <laughs> I remember his name. To, I'm like, Oh my God, I know this dude. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. You got Christopher guest. Yeah, that Christopher guest. I would assume Paul, you would have got that guy. And well, actually, okay. So the year is you know, not the year, but the, the movie is, this is spinal tap year. 1984. First build is Christopher guest. Second is Michael McKean. Of course. Right. And third, yeah. 
Third is Harry Shearer. Harry Shearer, yes. yes. I'm like, oh, God, it's Derek Smalls. I'm like, is it Hank Azaria? No, it's the other guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I love God, him. I love him, but I couldn't remember his stupid name. Yeah, so, well, Paul, I'm impressed. You got one point at least. So, Paul, you have one. Joe has two points. Uh, so, there you go. So, not too shabby. All right. Uh, like I said, this episode, we're doing um, our Flash reviews. But before we do that, let's, t- and we're doing Flash reviews. We're talking about mo- Movie Pass, and we're doing our uh, Quiet Place 2 uh, <laughs> um, pitches. But we'll save that for last. How about that? So let's move. Let's start with the movie pass. So the movie pass has. So the, our last episode, or last week, we re, we um, did an episode all about movie pass and complaining how they changed it uh, to new memberships to four, and you can't re see the same movies. Uh, well, now they have moved it back to uh, one movie a day for nine ninety five. However, the one movie uh, you can only see the same movie one time in the theater. That is still active. So essentially, <laughs> it, 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 it's false advertising. You cannot see a movie one. You can't see a movie a day if you can't see the same movie twice. There's just not that many films in the theater at any one given time where you can see 30 films in a, in a calendar month or even in a 30-day span. So I don't like that at all. I, I, this is all they had to do to begin with. They, didn't never, they never had to limit the numbers. All they had to do is make sure you can't see the same movie twice and that would kill <laughs> that would kill people watching the movies so much because there's just not enough even if you were going if you were working the system to because I, I read uh, some stuff that people they, they're trying to offset people who are just trying to they go they order a movie ticket and they only do it so that way they can build up their uh, loyalty cards so they can get the points to get like free other stuff which is a mm-hmm. which is <laughs> pretty pretty crappy to do Stop by the theater, buy a ticket. Yeah, for essentially, so yeah. Free popcorn. Later. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I never even thought of that. That's just that's just so wrong. So many levels, but that they so dumb. I mean, why would you even drive to the theater for the? Yeah, that's what I mean. It's, it's just a it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of work. Um, but uh, this this offsets that obviously. I mean, I I don't like it. I, I mean, now granted, I've only seen one movie twice in the what four or five months that I've actually had the movie pass, and that was a Greatest Showman, and that movie deserves to be seen twice. Uh, so, but now there are two movies that I w- would want to see that I've already seen in the theater that I'd want to go back and I can't. Bad Samaritan in the adventure. <laughs> you got it. Uh, but I can't go. So I would sooner them come out and say, Hey, give us, you, you can go see 12 movies a month, any 12 you want. You want to see the same movie 12 times fine, but you're limited to 12. And that's, that's that because I, I don't want to see these other, like, I don't want to see these other movies. I am not going to get my benefit. And almost now I can see someone going to the theater, buying tickets to movies that they do not want to see and leaving just so they can get enough rewards to get free movies so they can go see the movie they've already seen again in the theater. They're inviting well, or people. Or you to could see. go, or if the, if the bad movie is starting near where the movie where you want to go, go buy a ticket to some other movie and then walk into the Avengers. Actually, that's a very valid point. Yeah. See, I'm not, I, I'm not good at these, uh, <laughs> uh, being, uh, mischievous. Although around here, like I said, most have reserved seating, so that doesn't really work unless you find not some mine. place in the back of the theater that no one's bought. Right No, but the theater I go to the, well, two theaters I go to the one, the big movies, they have one, airing uh, that has assigned seating but all the other ones don't and the one that does have the assigned seating it has like it's 3d and like imax so 
And if it's not sold out, you can just pick a seat. Yeah, that's true too. It's like someone comes up, you're in my seat. Oh, okay, sorry. Oh. And then move over. I'm uh, F22, not 21. My bad. Oh, no, that's your wife? Oh, I'm F23, not 22. <laughs> just keep yeah, going I'm down. sorry about that. <laughs> I don't know. They must have screwed something. I, I suppose with those movies, you could sit up front and assume no one's going to reserve those seats, but yeah. as long as the movie's not. So, busy, yeah, but... Movie Pass has. Uh, did a, they totally took back the enough people were complaining where they switched it back, uh, but they do have a three movies per month seven ninety five uh, limited time deal going on right now as well. So I was thinking initially I thought no wait a second why in the world would somebody save two bucks going from unlimited to going to see three, but then I thought well most people like if I didn't do this podcast. Three would be How many more, movies are you going to watch? Yeah, three would be more than enough, especially since I can't re-see the same movie. Are there three movies in a month that I would... More than three movies in a month that I would want to see? Like, I'd go to the theater and see? Oh, apparently not. That you'd want to see? Apparently not. Yeah, I, I don't I mean, think so. Maybe that maybe that's a good deal. I don't know. I, to me, I, mean, I think it's a pretty good deal because, I mean, because we're seeing movies now that there's no possible way I would have gone to the theater to see it just because I know I don't have to pay for it, right? Yep, that's right. So I go see these, but and I don't even consider that as part of the movie pass value because I wouldn't have seen that if I didn't have the pass, right? So <laughs> telling me that that's part of my value proposition has is falling on deaf ears for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I I would like to see them giving a limit, so it, whether it be twelve or ten, whatever it is, I'll t- I'd take that ten. Any movie you want to see, uh, but you're limited to ten a month. And if I want to see the 3D, fine. Pay the $8. I'll pay the $3 markup. Whatever. Right? Yes. Yep. Exactly. So, uh, I don't know. I, it's... I, or, additionally, just have your stupid app work. Well, yeah. That would be nice, too, right? Because I went to upload my, the photo of my movie ticket, and the app crashed. Yeah, that to me. And, uh, and I, then when I restarted it, it showed me as checked in, but didn't show me in the theater. And then I had to go to their stupid help support thing on in the app. And I just started a new chat with an agent and uploaded a photo of my stub. And it, like three hours later, they finally went, oh, we got it. <laughs> yeah, I, I have tried to upload my, from for Bad Samaritan, I have tried to upload uh, my stub and my wife's stub uh, since we've seen the movie. And every time I take a picture, I get to the point we take a picture, I take a picture and I hit OK. Then it goes back to the screen where you can take a picture. It's like it won't, it won't accept it. <laughs> yeah, even yeah, movie I, pass doesn't. Doesn't accept that you'd actually go in and see that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's got to be fake. Well, I went into the support area of the of the app. Yeah, I did that once. The new chat and uploaded a photo. But yeah, I it guess was a pain in the butt. I got. I guess I got to do that. What a what a pain. Yeah. So because I said, oh, we updated your account so you can check into a movie now. So ugh, awful. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, I'll have to do that, I guess. And. <sighs> what a pain. Yeah, but yeah, so they change it back. So now it's unlimited again for nine ninety five a month, but it's not really unlimited because you only can see the movie one time. Um, so there's no, like I said, there's no there's no way you could see a movie a day because there's just not enough movies. Or right now, like I said, they have a seven ninety five um, where you can see three movies a month, which is probably the better deal, even though it's only two bucks difference. I don't know. Go figure. I don't get it. Uh, but let's move on to the reviews. I have, I'm doing two. Um, Joe, you have one? Is, no, no, you have two, right? Yes, I think we have one in common. Yes, and Paul has zero. I'm sorry, I just don't uh, know. Yeah, nothing. Sorry, sorry. Nothing. All you gotta do, 
you could go to Netflix and watch a movie. No, couldn't be. I, I've watched a few. I just I, I don't feel that strongly about them. I I don't know. I don't have. Now then, call them second run. Yeah, <laughs> 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 they got to pad those numbers. Oh, by the way, uh, since this is our uh, flash reviews and we kind of go off topic, I've uploaded all the episodes, all the movie Zelts episodes to YouTube under my Vacationeers podcast uh, channel. So if you just not Google, I guess you would YouTube search uh, movie Zelts, you can see any of our episodes on um, on YouTube. Now I have uh, some graphics up there with popcorn, but there's nothing really going on. It's just it's you, typically it's really just the audio of this podcast with a uh, with a scene that just is looped. So uh, I had a request; somebody wanted it, so I did it. it took a long time to do. <laughs> Uh, but I got them all done. So uh, if you want to go to YouTube and check that out, by all means, feel free, uh, have a blast. But uh, with that said, let's get on. T- and let's, let's do the one that we did together, Joe, okay? First. All right. And that is Tremors, A Cold Day in Hell. That's right. This was released uh, May 1st, 2018. Brief description of this movie is, the sequel finds Bert Gummer. Gummer? <laughs> Bert Gummer and his son, Travis, at a remote research station where they must go up against graboids that have been converted into living weapons. Oh, sounds so good. PG-13, IMDb, 6.1 rating. Uh, Joe, do you have any other addition? Because we, since we both did it, I'm sure you have a couple notes. Do you have anything different from that? Uh, no, I just like, there's not a lot of information that comes out with Tremors. <laughs> it's not like there's any like budget or any you know it's just it's another tremors movie right so now this this came out to video on may 1st but it's on netflix like it's you can go watch it on netflix right now but it's not exclusive to netflix so i was trying to figure out how the whole the hierarchy works right because you go you have a movie you uh, get a publisher or, or a distributor, rather. Man, yeah, man, yeah, manufacturer. Well, you get a distributor, and it goes to the theater. So you have a theater release, a national theater release. Then you may have one that has a limited release, and then you have one that gets bought by streaming service like Netflix, like uh, the Cloverfield Paradox, right? Because that's only on Netflix. Yeah. And then you have the ones like Sharknado. That was it, Sci-Fi or I think sci the TV channel, the, the cable yeah, channels own it. Yeah, uh, yeah, the cable channel does basically the same thing as Netflix does. They buy the movie so they can air it exclusively, and then you have the movies that just go straight to DVD. The straight to DVD, like this one, it goes this straight one. into the five dollar bin. At yeah, this your one. Local retail. <laughs> yeah, this one is below Sharknado. So right, because Sharknado is exclusive to whatever cable channel that does that. Yeah, yeah, I think Sci-Fi owns Sharknado. Yeah. yeah, this was just a general. We're gonna print this on a, so it, a million, ten thousand DVDs and <laughs> dump them out there so and find out if some sucker buys them. Technically, you can see it on Netflix, but Netflix doesn't have exclusive rights to it. They just have it out there for everyone to watch. Um, so yeah, yeah. Well, listen to this review, then determine if you want. Well, I, okay, I this this I'm not the intended audience of this film. Joe, you are 100% the intended audience. You like the bad, stupid movies. They're not really my thing. I think I tried to watch... Uh, I watched Tremors 1 and 2, and I think I tried to watch one of the other ones. And Did I you just, see the one the one that was set in 1800s? What was oh, that? Tremors in the Old West? Oh, that was... Yeah, yeah. Sure. 
<laughs> my goodness, that was a great movie. Is that real? Yes. It was like Tremors 4 was in the Old West. So was it Michael Gross's like grandfather or something? Yes. No. Exactly. Exactly. the entire plot of the movie, Tom. Holy. Who knew you were a Hollywood screenwriter? Wow. Are you kidding me? What is that? that is, is that three? Well, this Has is there been any in space four. yet? Not yet. <laughs> you know you jumped a shark when you go in space. Leper Especially with a creature that goes underground, but yeah. still. There's no ground in space. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, they fly now, too. They're what? They're, what are they called, Joe? Badass. The ass blasters. Ass blaster. Everybody's laughing. This is not funny. Oh, jeez. That's such a bad movie. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, this is not my intended. This, this, this movie, yeah, like I said, I try to watch one out of just wanting to watch it on my own, and I stop. I just quit. Now, I, I watched this one, and I watched the whole way through only because I was doing it as a review. Because otherwise... Yeah, this I would have not have made it through. And let me tell you something. The opening scene, like the opening sequence before they actually start talking, I'm like, oh, this actually has some production value. It looks good. It's, and mind you, this takes place in the Arctic. The only scene that actually has any real snow in the entire movie, which is ridiculous as well. I'm like, well, oh. Luckily for global warming, they didn't need snow to film their Arctic oh movie. My God. Right? You know where it's filmed? South Africa. <laughs> it was filmed in South Africa. Well, that's where the previous one was yes. set. So yes, yeah. that's where they filmed this one, and they, yeah, they, they oh no, global warming. That's why there's <laughs> there's no snow. That's why there's a lion in the background. Yeah, oh, man, that's so bad. It's such a bad. Oh man, yeah. If the Arctic were to be that thawed, the whole planet would be flooded at this point. I mean, it's so stupid. Yeah, but the opening scene, they're on a snow uh, glacier. Wait, the the Arctic or the Antarctic? No, I think it's Arctic, right, Joe? It would, it would, yeah. There's just water up there, if it, right? I mean, am I confused? Well, it was set in northern Canada. Oh, like at the very top of Canada. Okay, yeah. I see. Come on, man. All right. Um. Yeah. It, uh, hmm. it, it's not uh, not good. Oh, and then of course, you know, I knew the movie was gonna be bad. <laughs> I knew the movie was gonna be bad, but I didn't realize it was gonna be this bad. And this is how, this is the point in the movie that I realized how bad this movie is actually gonna be. When at the very beginning, after the Antarctic or whatever, the scene where they're up on the snow glacier and they get killed by a uh, graboid, uh, you see Bert in his store and hanging outside his store is our wind chimes. And on the wind chimes, it reads, let me find this. One more tax man and my wind chime will be complete. And it has bullets hanging from the wind chime. So the wind chime is made up of bullets. So then, of course, a car... A, a car pulls in to the parking lot, and guess what the license plate says? Tax man. I'm like, oh, no way. <laughs> There's no way this this just happened. And yeah, it, it was wonderful because, I mean, they they can't afford subtlety. <laughs> no, not at all. Commerce. They got to hit you <laughs> over the head, right? <laughs> One yeah. more tax man, and a guy pulls up with a license plate of tax man. <laughs> oh, it's so, oh, so bad. <laughs> Uh, let me see uh, what other notes I have on this. Oh, and uh, the daughter of Kevin Bacon's character is one of the characters in this one. Oh, that was great because they like are teasing Kevin Bacon during the beginning of the movie. Like, oh my god! Yeah, you're flying they, up with his daughter. Is is? Did you really get Kevin Bacon to show up? Yeah, no, no. they did not. No, <laughs> they even say as much. Like. Like when he says about him, him dropping in and she says, oh, he's not much one for dropping in. Like, yeah, no, he's not going to be in this movie <laughs> or the next movie. He's not going to be in any sequels. Yeah. He's <laughs> oh, yeah. The movie, 
like I said, before, so they're, they're in the snow glacier, and you're like, oh, okay, this looks pretty good. And then they start talking, and they have, the, the, the banter between them is so, is so bad. I was like, oh, yeah, this is not good. And then the graboid comes out of the snow, and of course, she's there, so <laughs> he's he's on, in tax trouble in the desert, wherever he is, Arizona, and uh, he gets a phone call, <laughs> and they need him. Like, he's the best. He's the only one that can uh, destroy these graboids. That's so st- oh, yeah, dude, get a gun yeah, and shoot him. She's a student of graboid mythology, which is wonderful. Right? <laughs> yeah, she knows more than he does, probably. Like, we need you. And he, <laughs> something about baseball, he goes, well, batter up. I'm like, oh, no. It's the, uh, the, the terrible one-liners were just thrown all through this movie. And I read a review where the guy was like, who, who uh, apparently watched all of them. And he said there was nothing original. Like they kept reusing the stuff they've already done. And they even mentioned that they've used it before. Like they like fall back on it. Like there's nothing yeah, they original. They keep calling back to all the previous movies, which is. It's the same crap. Like they're not even doing anything. Well, this one's supposed to be in the Arctic, but, or wherever it's supposed to be. But reality is it's set in a this desert-like environment. It's still set in the same type of play. I mean, well, they, they stopped doing it. The third one is when they stopped innovating uh, Tremors. <laughs> at all. They just stopped. At, at all. A- after the third one, they just quit. Then they went to... Uh, then they're like, oh, hey, let's do one with the Old West, right? And so they go back to 1870, Burt Gummer. At least that's different. And then the, and then the next one, I, it was in South Africa. Where, you know, the, oh, well, how did they get across the ocean? Oh, who knew, right? Whatever. And then they're next thing you know, they're running around South Africa, killing the same graboids and ass blasters and trying to do the same shit. Nothing new. So now his son, his illegitimate son, he showed up in the last movie. Yes. Tremors 5, I think. That was the one in South Africa where he finally showed up. There. And he's played Bert by... had made himself a YouTube uh, survivalist channel uh, where he yeah. was making his living off it. Yeah, he's mentioned that a couple times. And he's played by Jamie Kennedy. I did not care for that character. I don't know. What other work has Jamie Kennedy done? Comedian? Know. Is that right? Or... Uh, I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't think he was... I didn't like him. He wasn't likable. Like... Yeah, in I don't movie. think he's raised. It's just one of those people with a name that kind of calls back to someone you know, but he isn't them. But yeah, he was not a likable character at all. And it was not realistic that he would have that girl as his love interest. I mean, he was repulsive. I mean, as yeah, I mean, he was so gross looking. And you say that he goes to kiss her and you're like, ew. Yeah, it's like, no, that's there's not no way happen. anybody would. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I, I Nothing against him, personally. It's just. His character, I don't, know, I don't know if it was his look and his character, it's just not, yeah, he's not a likable character. I guess he's going to take over. I guess they're leading, so in Tremors 7 or 8 and Michael Gross actually uh, quits, well, he's not going to quit, right? So No, if Michael Gross quits, then yeah, it's, it's over. I, mean, I don't know. They're setting him up to be the new uh, the new hunter because, you know, there can only be one guy that can tr- track these things down and kill him. Well, Oh, he was also in Malibu's Most Wanted, right? Where he was the gay, the white. Well, I don't want to even go down there. Sorry. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of his to begin with, but uh, he doesn't look good in this movie. I'll tell you that. And then the end, where you know they they have the graboid uh, captured, and <laughs> this uh, little toy plane, this uh, plane is flying at it, and the government's like, "Don't you do it!" And they're shooting at it as it's coming directly at him. What what kind of bad shots? Can't shoot that plane. First of all, would you shoot the plane down knowing that it has explosives on it? I don't think so. Second of all, if you're shooting it, it's coming right at you, a model plane. How can't you shoot this thing down? Why wouldn't you hit it? 
That's impossible. Just shoot the guy with the remote control or walk over and slap it out of his hand. I mean, he's four feet away from me. It's just oh, so bad. So bad. Yeah, not this movie is awful. And I, I guess if you've seen the other ones, you might as well see this one. If you enjoy the other ones, you'll enjoy this one. I just Tremors was an actual legit real. Yes. Movie. Yeah. I enjoy Tremors. I don't really remember <laughs> Tremors too much. But I don't remember seeing Trevor Tremors and saying, you know that character that Michael. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need. I need more. I more want four, four more movies of him. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. It was. It was. It was not good. Well, Tremors Two was about Kevin Bacon's sidekick from the first one. He was the main guy in Two. Oh, all right. Well. And Bert showed up, and yeah. then by the time Tremors Three came around, it was all Michael Gross. Wow, Bert out, Bert outshined him so much in Two. I was like, all right, you're oh, gone. I mean, yeah, you know, when you steal the show, you steal the show, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the the Tremors movies have just been getting worse and worse. I can see if time, each one is worse than the one before it. If they're I doing mean, something sometime, innovative, that'd be one thing. But these movies are just being rehashed now, and it's not even doing anything new. It's just yeah, they're not even trying. They're just yeah. like, hey, we can put out a Tremors movie, and we can make three hundred thousand dollars on DVD sales. Yeah, yeah, it's just not 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 good. But Joe, uh, what is your uh, rating on this film, if I would call it that? I mean, if you are, if you've seen all the Tremors movies up to this point, uh, you know, go ahead and go stream it. Let me ask you this. Have, is this you that you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Just shoot yourself now. <laughs> I saw it come out of video at the same time as Avengers. And I'm like, oh, which one am I going to watch? Oh man, which one? Wow. Do, do, I, do I stay home and watch Tremors or do I go out and see the Avengers? I don't know. Wait a second. Are you honestly giving us a stream? You gave Black no, Panther. I mean, it's the only way you can do it, right? Because no respectable TV station will ever put it on. But this is a this is for rating purposes. You're saying you're giving it three. <clears throat> yeah, no, I mean five. give it the the lowest one that includes watching it, which would be uh, I guess, TV. TV then, okay, right? okay, <laughs> all right. I was gonna say <laughs> you're giving us a stream. You need it. No, I mean give it as, as low as you can get and still see it, if only if you've seen the first five Tremors movies, in which you, in which case you're already planning on watching it. Wow, it was not. Uh... Not good. All right. Well, hey, uh, you know, let's since we're talking about crappy movies, um, your next movie sounds awful. Uh, so uh, let's move right into that one. Tell us more. Oh. All right. Well, my next movie is Deep Blue Sea 2. Now, let me tell you something. When you told me that that was your other movie, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> I didn't realize. <laughs> and this is just came out, you said, right? Yeah, it's it came out relatively new, but there's like no information about it. Um, it, it came straight to, uh, DVD, same thing as tremors. It came to DVD streaming April 17th. Wow. Um, and so, and I didn't know, I saw it come out and I, you know, immediately went and, Oh, I got to see this. This is, you know, this is going to be a shit show just right out the bat. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, it stars some people no one's ever heard of. And i it, they didn't even, if you go to rotten tomatoes, the, the critics did not even bother to rate it. <laughs> It only has an audience score, which is 13. Wow. <laughs> um, on IMDb, the rating is 3.2, which is a little better, but still more harsh than this movie deserves. Wow. <laughs> um, and so I guess that the info on it, I'd say uh, from Rotten Tomatoes, is pharmaceutical billionaire Carl Durant hires a shark conservationist, Dr. Misty Calhoun, 
to consult for his experiment where he genetically enhances bull sharks. The sharks take a turn for the worse and go after the scientist, leaving a deadly outcome. All right. Now, this this movie is so dumb. It is so dumb and great. Because <laughs> dumb the, the and idea, great. <laughs> it is, it, because I don't think they were trying to make a movie, right? If you have Bad Samaritan, these guys thought they were making a movie, right? <laughs> Nobody in Deep Blue Sea 2 thought they were making a movie, right? Wow. And so they come out. And so the idea, you have this uh, pajillionaire or whatever the guy is. He's afraid that artificial intelligence is going to take over and, and destroy humans. So he is literally afraid of the rise of the machines. So he's working, trying to make people smarter. And so to unlock the potential of the human brain, he does these experiments on bull sharks. Because okay, that so makes sense, right? That's the tie back to one. Right? Yes, because uh, the tie back to one, they're trying to cure Alzheimer's or Parkinson's. Or... Yeah, and they make them smarter. Yep, so this is the pharmaceutical giant. He's doing his experiments on sharks, and then he starts taking the serum himself, right? Oh, <laughs> and every time he drinks a dose of it, the screen starts flashing like chemistry symbols and molecules and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> And it's okay to remind you, hey, everybody, science! <laughs> wow. And, and it's so great. Like the opening credits, you have the, yeah, they start off the scene where a shark kills some random idiots. Um, but, and then it goes the opening credits, which all I can think of is some film student decided to make their own Bond movie opening, right? <laughs> it's this crappy version of a good Bond song. <laughs> Oh wow! And some and some girls swimming through the water, being pulled by sharks and stuff, and silhouette, and it's wow, really, it's genius. Yeah, this sounds interesting. Yeah, and then and then the billionaire comes up and he and he finds the the shark conservationist when he hires her to come out and look at his lab. Oh no, come out for the weekend and look at my lab, and I'll fully fund your research for the next five years. Like wow, taking a there page from this, Jurassic yeah. Park. Well, yeah, I think there's this little herd of uh, dinosaur movie <laughs> that had a similar thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was watching it. it it's, just, it's just so dumb because of the shark. And then, then the shark has babies who come and eat. The baby sharks are the ones that actually eat everybody. Uh, no discipline. And, yeah. And then there's this guy in a wetsuit that this, there's a dude. All, he wears a wetsuit the entire movie, even in scenes when they're not in the water. <laughs> <laughs> all right it's just wetsuit guy he's like this discount chris pratt right he wants to be chris pratt someday <laughs> and all i can think of is half the movie's budget is on baby powder just to keep this guy <laughs> in that wetsuit the entire time it is just so terrible <laughs> um you know and the, the dialogue is just it's so cringy and copied from everything like these people find you know they get separated when they get attacked by the baby sharks and girls like wait where are the others and they stop and look at each other they didn't make it and then oh back to action here we go <laughs> and it just, you can tell they tried i mean they they stole material from all these different movies but it was so awful they built this electric they in their science was so great it was so wonderful so they built this electric field an electric fence on the bottom of the ocean to keep these sharks in the pen right <laughs> all right Oh, yeah. The sharks tunneled under the electric fence. Oh, nice. So they could get out. Yes. <laughs> electricity, like bubbles, go up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so oh. great. How did they dig? I, 
I don't know. It was just so. Gr I, it's so dumb. Because even their mouths don't seem like they could actually dig very well. You know what I mean? Like you could. Yeah, they just kind of. You know, they dug through the ocean floor under the electric fence. They they kind of glossed over it pretty quickly because it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. They're oh yeah, that, that yeah, you don't want to explain that too deeply, right? They're very smart, Paul. They're beyond you. <laughs> yeah, it, it it is it is one of those truly I mean, for the people who who like this sort of movie, this was just wonderful. I mean, it really was cuz they someone tried. <laughs> right? I mean, someone's like, we're going to steal parts from Jurassic Park, we're going to steal these beats from these other movies, and we're going to bring them all together. And they just failed at every level. It was. I I'll be honest pure, with you. Pure schlock. I'll be honest with you. I have no idea. I'm afraid to ask you what you're going to give this as a rating. I have no idea what this is going to be. <laughs> this oh, could be anything it, for you. It's, it's terrible. I mean, it literally is, but it's so fun. You see, yeah. I, see, I, that's I, what I you say. See, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is awful. It's so good. <laughs> like what? what? <laughs> No, I mean, this is one of those things you can only give it a see it on TV rating. <laughs> All right, TV. Okay. Because, I mean, if you oh, ever... wait, which, which, were be which was better, though? Yeah, I'm curious. Because hmm? you gave this and Tremors the same rating, and you said one was clearly better than the other. Well, this was clearly better than Tremors. You are going to oh. enjoy the Tremors. You have the duty to watch it because you watched five other Tremors movies. I didn't. I watched it for this. This this movie is is worth watching in and of itself just because... Man, these guys really tried. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm down. <laughs> I, I like it. Is it on uh, Netflix by any chance? Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's on Netflix or not. I'll check that out. <laughs> All right, yeah, there we go. Uh, so it's seen on TV. Deep Blue Sea Two. Do you have anything to add to that <laughs> wonderful review? <laughs> so I guess the only question is, uh, Paul, are you going to see Deep Blue Sea Two now? <laughs> oh wow! It, it it sounds um like no way. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good choice, sir. Oh, it, it sounds like the movies that are regularly put out on Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. It is. It feels like it. I and mean, Joe Two Headed Shark those. Attack yep. is right up there with it. Oh yeah, it's, it's, that's Joe's water, as you, if you will. Uh, he loves it. All right, let's move on. You know what? Let's. We're gonna finish the reviews of this episode on a positive note because I went to see Super Troopers two, and let me tell you something, fan. Fantastic. So good. So, so good. The only downside was I was the only person in the theater. I saw it, I saw it by myself. No one would, would go with me, and there was no one else in the theater. In fact, I took a picture I put on Facebook. I was sitting in that theater all by myself, which is so a wow. surreal experience. If you've never seen a movie in the theater totally by yourself before, it is a, it was a must-do. Cause I was sitting there and I was like, scenes were going by and I was laughing. And usually I try to like muffle my laugh a little bit. But, like, why bother? There's no one else here. I can be like, ah, <laughs> I had a great time just to <laughs> being being obnoxious because there's no one else there, so I'm not being obnoxious to anyone uh, around me. So it was perfect. So yeah, Super Troopers two. If you were a okay, let me just go through it. Uh, Super Troopers two released April twentieth. Uh, it's brief description is when a border dispute arises between the U.S. and Canada, super troopers are tasked to establish a highway patrol station in a disputed area. Rating is R and IMDb is a 7 out of 10. Like I said, I watched it alone in the theater. This movie is so good. <laughs> this, this is so much... If you like super troopers, you will love super troopers too. Super troopers 2 is just probably the 
greatest work of Broken Lizard. Now, Broken Lizard, in case you don't know that either, uh, and, to, and uh, Broken Lizard is a comedy troupe that these guys, this group of guys, do the same movies, or they do they do movies together as a troupe. Uh, they have Super Troopers. Uh, now I'm going to blank on all the other ones. Beer League. Um, they did the the Scooby Dooish Horror Island. What was that? Dread Island or something like that. And they've done some other ones I've never even heard of. Uh, but super good, good guys. Uh, good. Well, I'm about to, I don't know if they're good guys, but good troop. They're funny. Um, now this on March 24th, 2015, Broken Lizard launched an Indigo, Indiegogo campaign to raise $2 million to produce the film. Uh, just over 24 hours later, they had already surpassed their goal and the movie was green lit. Uh, let's see. The budget was about 13 and a half million opening weekend. It made 15 million gross in the U S uh, so far as of May 2nd, it has made 23 million. Um, they had some awesome cameos. They had uh, Sean William Scott and Jim Gaffigan uh, and Fred, Sa- Fred Savage as cameos. Uh, other than Broken Lizard, they also had Rob Lowe and Will Sasso as uh, co-stars. And I love Will Sasso from, you know, he's from Mad TV. Yeah, I don't know if you guys know <laughs> Will Sasso. He makes me laugh. And Rob Lowe is always good. So yeah, so th- these guys have to go up to k- this uh, Providence in Canada. It's becoming U.S. <laughs> and they have to take over from the... Uh, uh, K- Canadian Mounties and all the Canadian accents were so over the top bad accents. Oh, it was so wonderful. It was so good. And they're, Hey, yo, do it. Oh, it was so good. The, the whole, the whole, every time a Canadian talked in the movie, it was so funny. <laughs> it was so bad. And, uh, of course, Rob Lowe was Canadian. He was the mayor of the, the city and he, uh, owned a brothel, <laughs> a strip club. Oh, so good. The only downside of this movie is there's a lot of um, a lot of wang in this movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, Paul, you'd actually like this movie. Really? At, okay. At one point, Rob Lowe is actually uh, doing the boxing, uh, beating, uh, punching a dude's uh, private parts. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think that was a prosthetic. <laughs> but uh, so funny. They hired Johnny Knoxville for that scene. <laughs> Oh my God. The movie was just so good. It was so funny. It hit all the beats. And, and, and the first one, I remember I haven't seen the first one in a while and I really enjoyed the first one and it had some really good scenes. I, I think it was, I felt a little uh, like loosely, like it was a little slow in parts, but this one, once it gets going, it just never stops. I mean, from the very beginning uh, <laughs> to the very end, it's just oh, such a good movie. So funny. Uh, but I will say this. If you have not seen Super Troopers, I would recommend seeing that first. Now, you could, you could go see Super Troopers 2 and uh, be perfectly happy and have a good time. But they do do some callbacks from the first movie. Uh, like Jim Gaffigan, uh, he was in the first one where they did the famous uh, meow scene. Um, so And he gets pulled over again. <laughs> and he was telling him. It was really good. But uh, it, 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 it behoove you to see the first one because it's a good movie anyway. So you might as well see it. So see the first one, and then you can also get a feel for uh, the, how the, all the characters interact with one another. Uh, you'll enjoy this one much quicker uh, getting into it. Like I said, Will Sasso is just... Uh, it's, the bad Canadian accents alone are just enough to see this film. They're just so funny. <laughs> it's, uh, it's so over the top. And uh, so 
Now, this is one of the movies I would want to see again in the theater. Uh, mainly because I I went to see the movie, I think it was right after, I think I drank like two coffees or something. I don't know what I did. But I, I went to the theater and I really had to pee at the end of this movie. So after uh, the last scene, they had a special um, scene, a Fred Savage scene, which they talk about the Fred Savage incident, <laughs> the entire movie. So they pay, basically they play out to the incident so you see what happened to him. And then after that, man, I got up and I, I took off so I go to the bathroom. But apparently there were blooper scenes and stuff throughout the credits that I totally missed. Uh, so I would 100% go back and see this movie with, I know people like friends who want to see this movie. I'd go back with them and rewatch this movie tomorrow just so I could, because I had a, had a blast watching the movie and I'd want to see those deleted scenes or those blooper scenes that I missed uh, the first time I went to see it. So, um, yeah, this is one of the movies that I would go back. And of course, Avengers is the other one that I would, I would want to go back and, uh, rewatch, but I cannot because movie pass has changed their terms. So, uh, that is out the window, but I would 100% give this a first run. And Joe, I highly recommend you not only see super troopers that you go out while this is still in the theaters and check this out because it is worth your watch. And Paul, actually I'd give this, I'd say the same for you. See super troopers. And if you like super troopers, think of super troopers, uh, but like two times funnier. And then <laughs> you will get this. Well, su think the super troopers now, then throwing a bunch of people are doing bad Canadian accents. Oh, man. So good. Because <laughs> my wife's family is Canadian, so I love any Canadian joke because she takes oh, it personally. Oh, it's so great. You have to go with her and see this movie. You have to go. Like, there's one part where uh, they're watching hockey because, <laughs> you know, all Canadians love hockey. And like they're interrupting. Like, you don't interrupt. All I can't even do the accent. But uh, it's, it's every stereotype, anything about Canada plus the accent. They just totally, they sell out and it is so funny. Oh my God. It, I want to go back and see that movie now. It is so funny. Oh, I love it. I love it. So good. Oh man. Uh, it's definitely worth, like I said, worth the watch. Please go see it. I recommend both of you go see this movie. Uh, do you have any questions for me about this movie before we move on? Uh, what, what was your rating? You said, oh, uh, first, first run. Try. Yeah. First, first run. opening weekend. Not not opening weekend first. Round. Oh, okay, not opening weekend. Okay. Well, I mean, comedies are tough, right? I mean, not every like if you don't like Super Troopers, you're not gonna like this. If you don't like their brand of comedy, uh, you're not gonna enjoy this. But I can tell you 100%. Joe will walk out of the theater loving it. Paul, I think you'll like it too. I'm not really hmm. sure your your comedic uh, where you where you lie, but uh, I, I think you'll absolutely uh, both of you will. Uh, Get a kick out. Just the the back of that, the, just 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 the whole Canadian thing. Every, every everything is just so oh so splendid. <laughs> I love it, love it. Oh man! All right, but that was Super Troopers too. I recommend everyone go out and see that. And now the moment everyone's been waiting for. That's right, our pitches for a Quiet Place Two. Dun dun dun. Now, um, like I said, I, I'd like uh, our audience to vote. Go out. Uh, let's see. We have a Twitter, which is Movie Zealots Podcast. We have a Facebook, the Movie Zealots. I always post anytime I put a new episode out. I put it on a Facebook. Uh, hey, there are new episodes out. Check this out. So in those comments, you can uh, vote. Uh, you can tweet at us. Vote that way. Uh, YouTube. Um, now the YouTube's the YouTube's. Wow, the YouTube. Uh, <laughs> Wow. The YouTube videos, I will probably wait. You know, I'm in no rush to get these out to YouTube. 
So I, I, I'll, I'll get them out this week sometime, maybe later in the week, maybe a day or two after the actual podcast uh, goes out. Uh, but YouTube, you can put down those comments. Uh, anywhere you want to vote, I'll check all of them, and <laughs> we'll see who gets the highest votes. Um, so who wants to go first? Okay, you know what? I'll go first. I'll bite the bullet. I, I, I was looking. I was Googling Super Troopers to find out if it was on Netflix. <laughs> um, if it's not, I have it. So uh, I can get it for you. Um, All right, cool. I think it might be. I don't know. Is it? It is not. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, so I have to, I have to watch that again. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so Quiet Place 2. These are our pitches for the sequel. <clears throat> I will begin. My title first of all, for this movie, is A Quiet Place 2, colon, Cloverfield Origins. That's right. This is a prequel. Oh, no. I'm going behind. I'm not going to keep going forward. I'm moving backwards, baby. I'm going to tell you how the whole thing went down to begin with. Now, I I do want to keep it um, in the same vein as the original movie. I don't want to go out and just totally make it a completely different style movie. So I am going to... Uh, follow the, basically a family through these events. So you don't see it globally uh, really as much as you see it through the eyes of a, a particular family. So what happens is aliens come down and they invade the major cities, right? They're outside the outskirts of all the cities and they're making a coordinated attack on, on the cities, on the human race. Uh, they're very OP. They, 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 they can, uh, they have lasers, you know, they, they got the atomic blasters, the whole works. They, they, we don't stand a chance against them. It's a helpless cause, right? Um, and the aliens, so the aliens have a very sharp vision. However, they have no hearing. They cannot hear anything. They have good vision, but no hearing. And this is where the creatures come in. The creatures are, in essence, are their hunting dogs. They go out and they stir them up and they get them out in the open and they shoot them or they just kill the people anyway. So, so the creatures in the first movie are the pets, they're the hunting companions of the aliens, right? And they communicate telepathically because they can't hear, so they communicate telepathically. <laughs> I can see you guys are excited about this movie. Uh, I'm, I can barely, I, I can barely. Yeah, keep I know, I know. You're like, please <laughs> make this. So there's, so what's happening is they're systematically going around and they're wiping out uh, the cities. So there's one family that we're following, of course. Uh, they're in one of the cities. Uh, name the city that you want here. I think, actually, I think I had it set in D.C. just because, yeah, I might as well make it as local as possible. But I don't remember. I thought I had it. Oh, yeah. No, the family from D.C. I do have it here. So, yeah, it's from D.C. So that would be a major... St- of course, they would attack D.C., right? Okay, so <laughs> there's two ways that the dogs... So the whole the whole plot point here is something happens where the pets, these creatures, turn on the aliens and they go and they battle each other. And at the end of the movie, the, uh, the, these creatures basically destroy all the aliens and it ends. And that's basically where a quiet place picks up. The human race is hiding from these creatures. Alien race has already been destroyed. Now all that's left are these handful of uh, dogs or whatever, these alien dogs. So there's two ways we could go about it. <laughs> the one I'm not, I'm not so keen on, but, uh, Either our our polluted planet gives the aliens like a keto brain. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are aware of the, the keto diet where uh, if you lo- lo- lower your carb intake, uh, it, your brain switches from 
burning fat to, or no, burning carbs to fat. And then you, you, have, you have a cloudy brain sometimes, right? So either our, the pollution is so, so severe that these aliens, the, 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 it starts interrupting their telepathic abilities. Wow, you're actually putting the social anti-pollution message into this thing. Oh, that's right. Wow. That's right. Now, this is the one I don't like as much uh, because we don't do anything. It's not about us. I, I don't like the movies where, like uh, War of the Worlds, where the virus, essentially a virus, get, the aliens get, all get killed off and it has nothing to do with our heroes or anybody. It just, it just happens. It just happenstance that we're standing there like, oh, okay, well, they're dead. Good. Boop. So uh, that's not really big, but this is a, a way we could go in case, you know, the financiers want, uh, you know, a politically correct. We have some green people that want to put some money in. Maybe we'll go this way. So yeah, the telepathic abilities stop working and because they're, they're deaf, they can't, they don't know how much noise they're making. So now the creatures have no reason to obey the master aliens. So they just attack them because they're making noises. So that's how the battle starts. And of course the laser guns and they kill each other and then death, they, blah, blah, blah. Or it turns out very loud noises disrupt the telepathic abilities of the creatures. Um, so like in maybe in a scene where kind of like in the first one where you, they, they stumble upon like some, they're like, maybe they're in a, uh, what's the stadium in DC. They're in like the stadium, like hiding from the creatures and they turn on the, the, the uh, intercom system and it shrieks and it disrupts the, the telepathic uh, abilities and the humans in there, this family sees that <laughs> these creatures are eating the aliens. They're like, Oh wow, this loud noise interrupts something. And now they're attacking each other. It's something like that. So is this the yodeling from Mars attacks that kills the aliens? <laughs> it's pretty close to that. <laughs> So essentially, the the aliens. I mean, the movie ends where they they battle each other, and the aliens either retreat or they're de they're decimated, and then only the dogs remain. And of course, that would lead right into uh, a quiet place. So that huh. is my pitch. So that's the so origin where story. Where is your Cloverfield tie-in? Aliens. The aliens are. Well, they're aliens. Anything Cloverfield is alien, right? Yeah, but I thought anything Cloverfield had to reach back to that giant monster at some point. Uh, does it? Did, did 10 Cloverfield Lane reach back to a giant monster? I don't remember. Yeah, it had the giant monsters. Yep. Yeah. Oh, damn it, you people. All right, maybe it won't be Cloverfield Origins. Maybe it'll just be Origins. <laughs> <laughs> origins. Uh, yeah, I'll have to think of something witty, like loud, quiet, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Cloverfield Origins was a good way to go because then we can tie in the sequel into Cloverfield where the original wasn't. What? Like mine, you just won $50 million blah. from Netflix. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, that's it, though. So it's a prequel. Aliens come down. Something happens. An event happens where their pets, uh, who have really good hearing, uh, kill. They kill each other, and uh, she bam. pretty cool. So now, do you leave the door open for the third movie, which is required in the franchise? Well, the third movie could be what you guys pitch, I suppose. Yeah, I, I didn't think forward. I thought back. Let's give the origin story because what are these creatures? People want to know, and I'm going to give it to them. That's right, people. Ah. Vote for me. All right, who wants to go next? Paul, let's I go. Could. Okay, 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 Paul. Yeah, let's go, Paul, because, Joe, you've had yours, and you were excited about yours. I'm excited about this. Paul, yeah, thought of Paul it seems very like, oh, not as enthusiastic as you. <laughs> I'm not as enthusiastic about it. Okay. 
So oh, and by the way, my my movie, um, because it's origin and it's based in DC and nothing to do with the original story, I don't need anybody to come back. No stars. It can all be uh, different people. So uh, with that said, Paul, uh, go for it. All right. So I went with uh, my sequel. I was going to call a dark place. <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, I in a bunker underground, a family survives and waits out the uh, alien invasion. When their the power station is destroyed in an earthquake, they must climb a mile from underground, but a monster has found them. There, that, that was my hole. Um, so I, I kind of liked having the dark. You had to be dark and quiet. Although I don't know what you show much in the movies when it comes to that. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I and I, I kind of always one. liked the claustrophobia of like a cave system of, of people coming out, you know, trying to find their way out. And um, I, I did stick with the family thing because that seems sort of um, yeah. so apropos. This is after the first one. Is that? I I think this is could be anywhere, right? With I mean, it's the same aliens. It's the you have to be quiet, and now you can't even you know. All right. So what? You can't see anything. So how do you how do you end this? Like oh wow, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I was <laughs> wow, you're a good pitchman. I think I, I think they they get up to the top and they learn that if they they turn on the uh, the power generator, it creates a noise and they all the the aliens uh, basically suicide into the the power generator and maybe maybe they maybe it's nuclear they you know they explode it as they run away the two well one survivor because you can't have more than one survivor in a good horror movie so there all right so they're like flies to uh, a light at night they can't yeah help, yeah now the, my <laughs> other option was set in the 1890 no no <laughs> <laughs> And Bert shows up. <laughs> this is actually a continuation of the Graboid. <laughs> the the tre- yeah, tre- Tremblers versus a Quiet Place. Oh, that would be so good. <laughs> no, that went not at all. Uh, all right, well that's interesting. Uh, so right, that's 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 Paul's pitch. He's in a cave, dark place. I like that. I like your title. Dark no, place. Nothing else. I love your title. Yeah, that's you got that going for you. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, you know, it's the best I can come up with. Sorry. All right, now. All right, here we go. What what do you have, Joe? See, mine I'm excited about, but the, the thing is I, I still can't I, – I, I have the movie, but title is hard for me on this one because I, I kind of went I, – I did this inspired by Rob Zombie. Wow. Where he went from a house of thousand corpses to the devil's rejects where he completely switched genres of the movie, right? Okay. And so this one, I decided, well, if we're going to take it, this is a musical. Have it. <laughs> this is huh? awesome. Musical. <laughs> well, yes, of course. <laughs> we're going to have Wolverine singing. Oh, please. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> he, he draws them in with his oh. songs and then flashes them with his claws. I would be drawn it's, in as well. It's the greatest Wolverine show. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so we're, we're going to switch this over to, we're going we're to switch this into an action movie. And so. Uh, basically, we have Emily Blunt at the end of the last movie has now discovered how to hurt these things and kill them, right? She figured out she can produce feedback at a particular frequency, which makes them open their head and exposes their armor to shotgun blasts, right? All right. So now now that she knows this, you know, she has the old ham radio set up in the garage. She starts ma- early in the movie. She starts sending out her message saying this is how you do it. But, you know, of course, she never gets any answer. But, you know, we saw those fires at those other farms during a quiet place. She knows there are neighbors, there are people around there. 
So Emily Blunt, we're going to take her back to her action roots, you know, from like um, Edge of Tomorrow and Sicario, where she was really good. So she, you're, you're and, bringing her back. Yeah, so bringing her back, and she's going to lead this. This is going to be, you know, kind of making the same beats as Red Dawn. What about the daughter? Is she back too? The well, daughter? we can we can have her killed. We can we can do whatever we need. To oh her. wow! All right. Um, so, and, so, so you're, going, you're going the aliens route here, right? Yeah. Well, we, we're still not talking about where they're coming from. Oh, but, okay. Sorry, sorry. And so she's coming out to get them because there's they're sparsely spread across the landscape. So she's grabbing her neighbors and she's going to start fighting them. You know, they can make some noise, make some traps like Red Dawn, where they come out of the ground and kill the aliens and. And so we're going to have it just basically ba- make it a resistance movement throughout most of the most of the movie. Or she's always sending out information and she's going through and then, you know, all her lieutenants are like, oh, you know, no one's answering. We're all that's left, yada, yada, bringing in all this doubt the whole time. Right. But she still, you know, has hope for humanity and always talking. But then as they go through and they start killing these monsters off, more show up, more show up into where they come in. And now here's this thing where we find that these things have a central intelligence sending them out oh. kind of like the bugs and starship troopers right <laughs> so there's a cast but all they've seen so far is these hunters these sound hunters so now she's gone to the point where she finds out there's a central intelligence of these monsters going on to where now she has to do it and you know as it comes in now of course you have to give her the the point of you know you need the the arc of the movie where she gets down at the end of the second act so this is where either her daughter or whatever lieutenant she gains during the movie gets killed and destroyed and the monsters are coming after her and at that point is when here comes the army right they they have received her message they know how to get it some airplane comes flying through blasting the feedback saving Emily Blunt and her small or what's left of her small crew and to where, you know, and it opens it up right at the end. Now they've destroyed one of the intelligences, right? So you got one of the central intelligent monsters and now we have it full out. We're set up for the next movie where humanity fights them for the eradication and getting them off the planet. And it's also how we bring the rock into this franchise. Oh yeah. When they go to space, right? (laughs) In, In the Arctic. No, but at this point, I mean, now now you open it up for a third movie, which is just a pure action adventure shoot 'em up film. So now, as the, the we start off with horror thriller, we move into more of a you know a suspenseful action movie, all a Red Dawn, and now we can move the third movie into a pure action uh, schlock shoot 'em up. Wow! 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 And what was the title? Did I miss it? He he. Doesn't have Bob one now. He's it, it is one. yet. It is yet untitled. It is. It's tough yeah, to title because we're switching. You, you want its own title, and then you went colon a a quiet place, right, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, or, or quiet no more as a tagline or something, oh, right? Oh yeah, a quiet place too. Not so quiet. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> See, or or a completely unrelated title. Right, right. You know, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Get shorty and be cool. And use the tagline yeah. to tie it to a quiet, a quiet place story. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Solo. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh wow. Um. All right. Well, that's quite uh quite the three different uh, pitches. I think we could make all three, and I don't think we so, interrupt so, with uh, each other. Dude, does somebody win? Like, if if they actually the next you know the sequels coming. 
So, uh, whoever gets closest to the actual plot of the second Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, are there any of these movies that you guys want to see? Uh, I'd see mine, and I'd probably see yours, Joe. Paul's is so vague that I don't... I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I, mean, I, I could have, I, yeah, I could have uh, fleshed it out a little better, I guess. <laughs> you didn't even have an ending. You didn't even, <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just kind of ends. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh i'd see them all i suppose <laughs> all right i guess we're gonna have to wait for the voters here we come all right here we go let's see who votes if anybody votes now you guys can't vote and if for not we'll voters. wait till a quiet place two comes out and then whoever has the right oh no paul i know you're pushing this because yours is so vague that you'll have to be closest just by default oh wow 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 okay all right <laughs> Not if there's no cave. Yeah, if there's no cave, yeah, you're out. <laughs> or at least underground bunker, right? <laughs> wow. All right, there you go. A quiet Place 2. Those are our pitches. So please, Twitter, uh, Facebook, YouTube, wherever, let us know which one of the three that uh, you would back, and maybe we'll uh, start a campaign, <laughs> an Indiegogo campaign, $2 million dollars. Get us going. <laughs> gonna make it. That'll, that'll pay for Emily Blunt to show up. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry. She can't be in this one. <laughs> yeah. My, mine's requiring a little too much money, I think, yeah. for Indiegogo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think that will wrap up this episode. I'd like to thank you guys for coming on, uh, giving your pitch, and talking about some movies. So until next time, that's a wrap. <laughs>